Okay. Time to get up. Breakfast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dharma Digs podcast, a podcast in pursuit of purposeful living. I'm your host, Taylor Winchester, also known as TW, and super stoked today for my conversation with Mr. Naj Hood, who is the creator of Folk Rap, which we'll hear a little bit more about that and find out a little bit more about where you can check out all of the stuff he has going on. But Naj, man, welcome, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me, T. Yeah, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man. Just had a great evening last night. I feel refreshed. Took a shower. I'm clean. Nice, nice. Yeah, I heard uh, we were just chatting before we went live here and had a little show pop up here in, in the Charlotte area last night. Yeah, yeah. It was out um, off Dixie Drive. Uh, it was an event called uh, Electric Ladyland, and I got added at the last minute. Uh, to one of the openers last night and it was a lot of fun that's how i saw you the last that's how i saw you in person was the last event that they had out there so yeah. shout out to uh, liz yeah the last the last farm in charlotte right yeah that's what it's called i knew it had <laughs> something 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 one of those names but i like yeah it was a lot of fun man yeah well it's uh yeah it's a cool super cool spot they're they're doing some more, I guess you would call them private, um, private events out there to still get some experience of live music and, and kind of experiential type stuff happening even amidst COVID so we can all kind of keep our distance and stay safe. And for those that may be tuning in on Spotify or wherever you're, you're getting this, um, Naj and I are actually on a Zoom and I forgot to mention that on the previous episode. So if you want to check out the video of this and see Naj's beautiful face, you can check out the YouTube channel. But um, but yeah, man, I really appreciate you making time, uh, especially during the weekend, to to rap with me a little bit. So l- why don't you give just a quick introduction, a little background on yourself, maybe tell mm-hmm. the folks that are listening what folk rap is and kind of how you came to uh, to to manifest that folk rap as a, as a genre, we'll say. All right, well, folk rap is... How I came about naming folk rap is because... Is, I had no way to really describe the music that I was making, to put it plainly. Um, I would say I came up as a kid in suburban Charlotte who at first was obsessed with oldies, like 1960s, 1970s oldies, like uh Hippie music, soul music, Simon Garfunkel, Beatles, Four Tops, Rolling Stones, all that stuff. So I always kind of had a an appreciation for, I guess, kind of like the the lightheartedness and kind of like the uh, the the purpose and and kind of like the simplicity of a lot of those songs. So I feel like I kind of always like took that with me when it came to me getting older and getting into rap. Um, which I kind of converted my passion for just writing songs into, okay, I'm going to write raps. But the way folk, the folk idea came into play is I like to kind of tell stories with the songs that I make. Um, And I like to make songs that are about life, but at the same time, kind of like 
enhance it, you know, kind of like life on life on a cool drug in the sense that, you know, I got a song with the band called Smoking a Bowl in the Woods. You know, I don't have too many songs where I'm like stunting or, you know what I'm saying, or doing anything too crazy, but I'm also not like preaching. I'm just kind of like making songs about life and it's in the form of rap music. So at its simplest form, that's what folk rap is. And that's what the idea kind of comes from. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Checking out some of your, your catalog and, and obviously we'll talk a little bit about your most latest, uh, release, but also some of the, the past stuff digging in, man, I, I can, I can totally follow where you're, where you're coming from with that. And, um, and, and, and I forget the name of it, but you had like some challenge on Instagram with, um, I feel like, was it banjo trap or something like that? What was mm-hmm. that? What was That's that all exactly about? It. Yep. Yeah. The banjo trap challenge. Uh, shout out to Timothy Eugenius, my guy over in uh, Greensboro. Um, but he and I had this song, Banjo Trap. We shot a video, put it out um, uh, later in the summer. Um, and just a lot of people rock with the song. So I did a challenge where, hey, I threw the beat out there. I said, hey, um, you know, if you, you know, put a 16 to this, um, the winner gets, a, you know, some prize money and the winner gets to put on the remix. So it was cool. We had a lot of uh, submissions from like everywhere. People I didn't even know was rappers, you know what I mean? And like people who really aren't rappers, yeah. but just like love the song so much that they they put their own bid in. And it was a lot of fun. It was a cr- cool creative moment, especially not being in present spaces where you can be around other creators. That was a cool feeling, you know. Yeah, it was cool to see some of the videos that you shared of others, the submissions, I guess, that you got, which was, uh, it was it was pretty interesting for sure. And, you know, you talk about like creating with other people, obviously under the, the times we're in, that's uh, certainly a, a little bit of a challenge. But how would you say, I mean, because you and I met actually here in Charlotte at, um, at one of the Fair Play like meetups that they were doing back, this was pre-COVID, of course, and we could all really gather more regularly in person. But you know, in your experience in collaborating with others, you know, I, I think I prefaced this with you and the show um, description stuff when I sent over, but like, how would you say working and collaborating with other creatives maybe has, has uh, guided you or maybe given you more sense of purpose within your art form in general, um, being that this show is really kind of talking about how we can tie in that creative nature, but also like wh- where you find purpose within that day-to-day um grind that it is that is the creative professionalism well that's i really was excited when i read that uh question um because that's where it kind of gets deep and it can even relate to some things that i've been dealing with in like the last year some personal breakthroughs that i've uh come into and come through um that okay so I've always been a weird guy in a sense, like I more more critical of myself uh, than I sh- I won't say than I should, but a lot of times I'm pretty I'm pretty likable, right? But throughout my whole life, I'm I've been pretty much unique, and in the long run, that's been a good thing. But kind of throughout my life, I've had this, and still I have this. Um, fear of not being understood or wanted around, you know? And with, in that kind of coming up, I delved into my art 
I jumped into drawing. I jumped into writing. I jumped into poetry. I jumped into songwriting, right? And when I kind of poked my head out and put up what I had and got great responses, I was happy with that, you know, very happy with that. Um, and in that process came opportunities for people to reach out and work with, or where people reached out and work with me. Now I've collaborated with people before, but what I ran into a lot was having to let go of one, the fear of somebody not accepting my ideas or me not getting along with somebody or the fear of me wanting to have too much control over this end product and fear that I wouldn't, that I wouldn't have the control to get along with these people. And there have been instances where I have not got along with people. And I think I let the fears and kind of like the, that those kind of like that fear, like kind of like, get in the way sometimes and i feel like it's only been i'm it's only been since i've been working with the band and dropped the name nige hood and and just kind of really congealed with my band that i've learned to relax and to to like trust the process when you're with the right people around you so yeah. that's kind of been my thing because a lot of my creation has been solo by myself. You know what I mean? Um, so that's something that I've, I'm kind of like getting, um, leaning more into. And, and then also like when people send you something to work on to actually like care about what they sent you enough to put your best foot forward and knock this thing out. So with that, it's been a challenge, but it's something that I think is very necessary for uh, for growth. Absolutely, yeah, and I think I mean you're touching on uh, I, you're touching on things that I think even folks outside of the creative industries maybe can certainly relate to and appreciate that fear of. Um, just the self doubt and and the fear of rejection or fear of of not being understood regardless of what it is that you're putting out there, putting, putting forward, but obviously specifically speaking in the creative terms, I think all artists struggle with that to some degree, even, even the most narcissistic of us probably struggle with that too. But, um, that, that willingness to, uh, be, be open to change and evolving and growing. And I think that's a, a really important point. Um, would you say that, are there any specific scenarios or like songs, maybe collaborations that you've done, or, or even you, you talked about kind of dropping your name and making, making the, the folk, the folk rap band being the, the focus. So were there any kind of key moments in that, that, that felt like aha moments or kind of the, those realizations that maybe are epiphanies and maybe it wasn't, it didn't happen, right. You didn't notice it or recognize it then, but looking back, is there anything that, that comes to your mind maybe in that regards? Oh man. Yeah. Like, I mean, when it comes to like collaboration, I remember, um, collaborating with my man Oba on events, um, when he was doing, uh, the function series and that was a lot of fun. It was, a there was a particular studio shout out to my man, sci-fi, uh, and my man, black linen that, I mean, we were just like, honed in 
for a good year, year and a half maybe of doing events, um, you know, promoting them, uh, creating music along the way. And that was a great time. Uh, when Leanna Eden was in Charlotte, kind of like working with her uh, in the times that I did um, and just seeing the things that she did herself. Um, like I thought, I think that was like a great moment of collaboration um, even with my band um, and just kind of like having kind of like going through those moments of cutting the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And um, saying how people really feel and understand um, taking the responsibility fully of being a leader, which means incorporating and listening to the ideas of the people that you're leading. Cause I used to think that, okay, if I'm the leader of this band, I have to have, look like I have everything under control. I have to have all the answers in front of my team. You know what I mean? Or else I'm a bad leader, but that makes you cut corners. It makes you um, put too much on yourself. And then you just, it doesn't make, the most quality process. But when I kind of relented and I was like, hey guys, I need help with this. Or um, shoot, there was even a time like where like we had a great show somewhere and everybody's feeling good, but I was kind of like down. I was like, yeah, this is great. But like, I have no clue how we're gonna get more than 300 people to know about us later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I have no clue how in the next two years I'm gonna get people to know our net like I don't know what you know and this is what I'm having trouble with da 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 and and it's crazy at that time they didn't even have an answer but it felt good to say it and to feel like okay that I didn't but like the next week I get a call from uh Brandon Henry shout out to Brandon Henry um and he's like hey I'm looking grown ass man right hey I'm uh hey I'm looking to be an intern to be y'all intern Cause I just want to like help. I, I want to be able to put it on a resume later. So I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. great. All right. Who pressure's off. All right. Uh, I, I, we're working, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, it's a breakthrough. So, and then yeah. we just kind of built from there. And um, so those are great moments. You know, I think it's just letting go. Yeah. Know? And trust in the process. You know, I think that's, that's extremely important. And also it probably equally is, is difficult sometimes in, uh, in the world of creating, uh, to trust that process and to kind of keep moving forward. And, you know, speaking of that, you yourself put a lot of content out. The band obviously puts a fair amount of content out and I love the graphics, the visuals that, that come along with a lot of the, uh, the stuff you're throwing out there specifically. We'll talk about the recent, uh, the recent release of breakfast, man. I, I've, I actually was rocking that jam while I was cooking breakfast this morning. Um, I, I, it's funny watching the YouTube video and like seeing those those little like fake orange juice glasses and stuff. That's uh, it, it, it's really entertaining and engaging. But how do you you know what keeps you? You you talked about you kind of go in to write to create to do all this stuff and then you pop out and release it. Um, mm -hmm. But is there anything within the day to day that kind of keeps you? Um, motivated i mean how do you is it just the the process in general that keeps you going or is there something deeper within art that kind of makes you want to stick with this versus maybe go into a more traditional way or career of making money so 
It's interesting that you say that. I was talking to my girlfriend the other morning. Oh, and by and, the way, I hear she's weird too. I mean, you said you're weird, but in one of your yeah. tunes, you talk about she's kind of weird also. So good match there, I guess. But uh, Say it again? I said a good match there then, I suppose. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> yes, weird, awesome. She definitely is weird and super, super awesome. Yeah, cool. it's like definitely uh, my better half, you know. Um, but uh, I was talking to her and I was, I woke up and I was like, you know, it's funny. I don't really, it's so funny that how much I don't think I'm an artist. It's not that I think I'm not an artist, but I don't live my life like I'm an artist. But when I really think about how I spend my time, have always spent my time, I'm a freaking artist. Like, like I'm always like, if I'm at work, I'm drawing, you know, I, I have to kind of get these ideas out. And he was, I was even saying this to her last night, like kind of leaving the function we were at. Like, I think I might enjoy performing and respect the art of performing just as much, definitely just as much as making music. You know what I mean? So, I'm always going to want to act out. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I have to act out in some way. And on top of that, when it comes to like traditional ways of making money, even if I didn't have an artistic bone in my body, I wouldn't want to have a traditional uh, career. I'm pretty sure. But that may or may not be true because I don't like staying in one spot. You know what I mean? And I think that Actually, like, you know, corporate workspaces have changed from that. So I do feel like it might have been different because there's a lot of times where I've been in great situations, situations that I could thrive in, situations I didn't mind uh, coming back to. Uh, but I knew that it was getting in the way of me creating. So if I didn't have that, then I guess I would have a real job. However, I'm looking at all of these things I'm saying, and it's really pointing back to the fact that I think I'm just naturally just an artist and a naturally somebody who wants to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Or if there's something I want to do, to me, the purpose of life is figuring out how to do it, yep. whatever TF I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's what pushes me. Um, but when it comes to like the ideas and like that breakfast video, I think that creatively, I don't put too much pressure on myself. Like I'll like write, I'll get find these pockets in my day, in my week where I'm stoned in my car and I can put on some music and then I don't have nothing to do and I can just write, you know what I'm saying? Or, or spit some raps back or build on to like these eight bars that I wrote two months ago, you know, I mean, breakfast, I mean, that was finished like in 2013, 2014, you know, I even put it out on SoundCloud around that time. But as far as this video, this video has been given, it has given it new life. And I like that you like the, those props and those ideas in it, because that comes from collaborating with another creative and and power, powerfully creative person who is Elias Shack, 16 year old kid from Boone who reached out to me on Instagram. Wow. So I'm like blessed. And I feel like I've had these moments where it works, like where I know I'm not going to have the traditional idea of a product 
You know what I mean? And I need somebody who is game for that, who's kind of got that weirdness about them innately, right? To get it, but also has the creative power to pull it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as somebody like, if I was in, I feel like if I was more of a street trap rapper, you have more people, honestly, and this is something that's real, there are more people with a hustle mentality when it comes to pushing that. But I make like, not flowery, but I make kind of like hippie vagabond, like alternative music. So most of the people that I connect with are free out here, you know what I mean? So to find people who are, okay, I'm weird, super cre super creative ideas, like I'm out the box, but I've got the work ethic. I've got the, the organization to pull it off. That's when it works. That's how the, um, the world ashtray cartoon video pulled yeah. off so well, you know, because the dude could really do the cartoon and he got the vision. He didn't like just have me just sitting there. Yeah. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? I, I hundred hundred percent agree. Um, Elijah, I think you said his name. He, he crushed that video for breakfast. And even looking back at the, the ashtray video, um, I would say there's consistency across the brand in a sense of uh, it, I, I think, if you didn't tell me that I wouldn't know that they were necessarily like different creators outside of the fact that the videos are different, but I think they all really mesh well with, with your art too. So it, it definitely uh, is a good, good collaboration, I would say. And that's interesting to hear that you, the breakfast song specifically is, is actually uh, quite older than maybe um, some would realize. And I was doing some research and I read that you dedicated that song to your father because when you were a child, You'd visit your, uh, or not father, but your grandfather in the summer. And he always made breakfast every morning. And so I want to talk, like, what's your, what's your morning routine? Are you a big breakfast eater every, every day? Is that how you kick things off or? You know, what breakfast for me, uh, most times is a blunt and coffee. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, I, and then probably by like 11, maybe like noon, I'll get something to eat. But let's say that we actually do have like the morning to have, like we have those morning hours. When I say me, I mean, me and uh, my girlfriend, like we cook bacon for sure. Bacon always, um, cheddar cheese, eggs, um, toast, sourdough is what we, we usually use for the toast, uh, mash and avocado, and then a smoothie like a good smoothie nice, like yeah. that's a good breakfast for me at least the efficient like if i could like if i could power up every day yeah that would be it you know what i mean yeah i think it's hard man i mean i love breakfast and like breakfast is my jam that's the meal that i feel i mean i'll go days where it's just like you got to eat something quick because of the schedule or whatever but um through through covid like i've really been trying to be more intentional about my morning routines and it's 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 really difficult to be like consistently intentional in that regards of like having a very formatted routine. But man, I, I love, um, I love a good breakfast. And if I don't, if I don't get something in my body by a certain time food wise, man, I'm struggling the rest of the day. And I know, I know other people are different, but I was just kind of curious cause, uh, it was cool to, to kind of hear that shout out to your grandfather and, and see where some of that inspiration came from. Um, I would say that that's, uh, that's always fun, fun to hear. So yeah, shout out to uh, 
to grandpa. Yo, it's crazy though. Like, I think that's dope. Like, and that's funny. It's funny you say you read something because I actually asked Elias, like, yo, how did you reach out? Like, because he had reached out like, hey, I want to do a music video with you. Um, and he was like, yeah, I found an article on artists in Charlotte. And I'm like, yo, shout out to print. Shout out to <laughs> written word media. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That might have been, I think that might have been Mark Kemp. Okay, his cool. article, the one you read. Um, uh, I actually, I found it when I was trying to like dig into some of your lyrics. Um, and so I didn't even see an article. Um, I think I was just trying to get, cause like listening, sometimes it's not as easy to like fully digest and like kind of think about or like you know part of this podcast for me is 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 encouraging more critical thinking from mm -hmm. hopefully everybody listeners whomever because i think in some ways that's what what we're missing as a society um because we're so quick to just like take a headline but i was trying to dig in and like get a little bit deeper and like really really process some of your lyrics and look for these kind of specific nuggets that i could pull out and and i, I don't remember what the site was it was some like maybe genius or something i don't know that had your you had lyrics and then they maybe maybe they pulled it from another site but it just happened to be like a little description of what inspired you on the song too so oh um, man dope man shout out shout out to that site man hey man internet's undefeated yeah exactly exactly <laughs> well, i feel like that's a good segue though because i did send you a couple of um quotes that that i've kind of stumbled upon recently and i think it ties mm -hmm. into the routine and and just the whole evolution of of where we are within society but also more specifically talking creatives um and one of your quotes when i was like i pulled some of yours and i pulled a couple other stats and stuff that to give you but um the 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 lyric that stuck with me you actually happened i found it before and then i i was on got on instagram and like you actually shared it as a part of the promo but yeah. it hit home man it's like when the biscuits burn in the oven and the eggs stick to the pan will you eat what you've created or let your pride starve you again so talk to us a little bit about that i mean i think um everybody can i, I think you could understand where you're coming from but i'd love to hear it from from the, the man himself that wrote it you know yeah, man. Hey, man, I'm glad that stuck with you because, I mean, kind of going back to, I mean, okay. I feel like I'm a very intense, powerful, energetic person. And a lot of my life has been learning to control that and to, you know, use it for the, pos the best positive ways, the most positive ways. And there have been a lot of times because I wear my personally where that lyric kind of came from, there've been a lot of times where I, because I wear my heart on my sleeve, like, you know, I've maybe said something that I shouldn't have said in the way that I said, or maybe I, um, you know, definitely in relationships, you know, you can find yourself at a point where it's like, okay, this is, what where we are this is what it is it's not what i want it to be how do i get it to where i want it to be and move on from the disappointment of it not being what i want it to be right now you know what i mean and and it takes a lot of humility but also it's humility in that but also the the motivation to work and that's one thing for me I really do believe and I believe in work. You know, I'm kind of lazy still, but when it comes to like 
I believe that in order to get what you want, you have to work for it no matter what. And that's what I really, throughout that song, want to instill is no matter what, you can at least try to get to what you want. And that is what the the meaning of life is to me. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's so the the whole title of this concept is a po- for a podcast was Dharma Digs. And, and I, I, my concern a little bit was that like the term Dharma might um, turn some people off. But in in my research, like the, the whole term of Dharma, it, it doesn't have like a strict specific translation in the English English language. But what it what I'm finding and what I'm reading is like it's really about what your soul purpose is. And by soul, not like your individual only, but your soul's purpose. And that's what you're talking about right here is like that's why you continue to do what you do. And, and that's what you believe. I think, you know, that's what keeps you going is like you don't consider yourself an artist per se but you are because that is just what you do and that's what you keep coming back to and continue putting in the effort for so oh it looks like i might have lost you here let's see if we can get you back in maybe we lost some internet service stand by folks stand by all right we're back folks we're back um but yeah, I don't know if you caught caught the tail end of that. I was just saying. I mean, uh, the the term dharma really to me is 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 touching on what we feel that our our purpose in life is and where we want to be spending our times. And it sounds like you know, I completely agree in the sense of what you're talking about. You got to put in the work to get to where you want to be. And I think like the whole breakfast concept is really cool because you know if you don't get up and you don't get going and, and don't really like put your best foot forward are you ever going to reach whatever it is you you see yourself doing or, or being um so uh yeah yeah man i, I kind of got sidetracked there when i lost you but i told everybody to chill for a second and we'd be right back so oh excellent not nah, but I, that's a great connection man yeah music's deep man music's deep it is yeah and and i think you know we often don't realize consciously on a day-to-day basis how uh, kind of important music and, and art in general of a role, how like important of a role they play in our lives because we're so, um, it's just at our fingertips. You know, you can go on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever and like get whatever song you want. So, the, you know, anytime you need a, a certain tune or a certain um, vibe of music, like it's at your fingertips. So you kind of forget the importance of it, I think, in a lot of ways. Um I th- yeah, I, I agree. I feel like it's attached. If you think about it, it's around us all the time and it's it's attached to things. Yeah. And I think that we've gotten so caught up and it's become like the it's almost like how, you know, in large scale women are for a, a long time have been taken for granted when you don't realize it's the vessel from which it all passes through but we're all thinking about what's coming out the vessel or, you know, and I feel like that's kind of like what music is. Music is like the vessel that so many things, so many ways that we connect, so many ways that we connect to products, so many ways that we'll spend our money, so many ways that we connect to God, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, we got to, be mindful of that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, to kind of go back to what you were saying though, about, um, putting in the work uh one of the other quotes i think that i sent to you is talking a little bit about 
it could be it could be conceived or, or perceived in a sense of not only like starting your day or, or your routines or whatever with like really making sure you're on track with where you want to be. But the quote is actually, I believe it's from Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, if any of you folks follow him out there. But I think it's true within the art form. And, and you talked a little bit about it, like feeling the the concern or like self uh, doubt before you actually put your art out there. And, and as a creative, it's, it's really easy to kind of have imposter syndrome syndrome or not think that like your, your art or your, your creativity is uh, of value to anybody else. But Gary's quote is um, starting is the most important part and the biggest hurdle that most people are facing. They're pondering and strategizing instead of making. They're debating what's going to happen when they haven't even looked at what's in front of them. And I mean, that's so true. I, I think for me with the podcast, it's been it's been something that's kind of been stewing around in my head. And I've really I wanted to get it right before getting it out there. But the reality is, is it's it's really if you just don't do, if you just do the work and put it out there let the outcomes be what they are. But as long as you're putting in the work and, and continuing to grow personally and creatively, then, you know, that's all you can do. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, how, how would you kind of approach that? Obviously you, you, you say you kind of go into this hole and do all the creative and then you pop out and, and drop it for people. So, um, it's obviously a really good feeling to get that positive feedback, but you know, wh what do you, what do you have for the listeners as maybe a takeaway on, on your encouragement for, for staying uh, motivated? Hey, um, it's a Zen, it's a Zen concept for real. Like it's, and when I say Zen concept, meaning it's simple and hard at the same time, you know? Um, but I just say like, be persistent, but if you can like be like lean into somebody who can help remind you of who you are or give you encouragement i know like for me in the last few months like even when it comes to like some of the songs i perform like i performed the song off the meds last night and it's off of my new project and it's a song that i probably wouldn't have put out there if i hadn't played it for uh, my girlfriend and she reacted the way that she did you know or there are times where i even with this, the World Ashtray music video. Oops, sorry, there's a phone. Hopefully That's somebody will pick that up. Uh, the <laughs> oh, World yeah. Ashtray music video. I was like really nervous. Like, well, what if nobody watches it? Or like, what if, what if people, you know, what if I put in all of this and, you know, nobody cares or anything like that? And she was like, you just have to put it out there. I mean, exactly what you just said. But for me, I leave. I can't say that it's a I'm this fearless guy. Maybe, you know, maybe one day I will be, you know, this fearless guy, just unafraid to put anything out there, but it is difficult. So I give that testimony so people don't beat themselves up. Um, and at the same time, like, don't beat yourself up if you don't get the perceived reaction or or if you get the uh, if you don't get the um um uh, expected reaction or the uh the 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 wanted reaction or the amount of reactions that you think people respect yeah you know just the fact that somebody can tell me hey this part in this song 
I thought about it and here's what I thought. That's better than nobody saying anything to you at all or, you know, them not receiving your light at all. And life is a weird thing, man. Life is is weird. And it's one of those things that I think you don't don't start to make sense until like you really get into it later. And there's always more things to be to ponder about and wonder about. And But I think that the, what makes it the most enjoyable is uh, constantly facing challenges and fears, you know, and I think that for me, I still beat myself up on the criteria of um, superficial achievement, which is real and not real. But I think that if the average person looked at my life, they would probably be like, yeah, that dude's pretty badass for doing all the things that he's doing or, you know, he created this and he did that. He, you know, so it's like down the line, maybe like who, like who knows what that legacy is gonna, gonna mean. But I think that I can at least comfort myself to know that I will probably always be uncomfortable, but the guard that I'm giving myself is higher than what most people are grading me by. And at least I can know that what I pressed onto the world is a positive thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I might not ever have a paradise in my mind in life. You know what I mean? But that's better than, I don't know, like drinking my life away or, you know what I mean? Or killing myself or, or, you know, getting pairing myself with somebody else that I can just, we can both be unhappy together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Living in like self-pity or something. Yeah. Self-pity. You know what I mean? Self-pity. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Don't want to go there. Well, when you were, when you were just kind of talking about that, it made me think of a quote that I came across the other day. Um, and I shared it like on my Instagram story, but it, it's relative, man. It's like the light burning within you is far more accurate, is a far more accurate reflection of who you are than the stories you've been telling yourself. And that's so true. I mean, in the sense of like, it's very easy to, to not put something out or maybe to sit in your room and write all these songs, but then not ever, um, take the effort or make the effort. And and if that's what you want to do, like if you don't have any desire to share whatever that light is, if it's music or, or whatever the creative process is, that's just solely for you, then, then so be it. But I do think that the world's a much better place when we all share those, those kind of talents that we have. And even though we don't necessarily uh, quantify them as talents, you know, other people can find value in those things. And it, it took me a long time to, and I, I still, I'm like you, man, I struggle with that too. Um, and for the longest time, it was like, well, I've got all these tunes, but how do I want to package them? Or do I need to put a full album, record a full album before I put anything out? And finally, I was like, man, you know what? Like Gary's point of just like, just put shit out. You know what I mean? Just put it out, create, and then move on. And then don't don't get caught up or like stuck in the, the to your point, like the expect, expected outcome you had prior mm -hmm. to that. And um it's a difficult thing, but I, I do think that uh, seeing other people and hearing folks like yourself talk about just going through that process, that, you know, we're not alone in that. Everybody, I think, fights those fears. So, yeah. Um, 
Well, segue in a little bit further on, I think I mentioned to you kind of the, the third component of this is, are there any really, it doesn't have to be local or regional or national. It doesn't have to be a nonprofit or a, a specific thing, but is there any kind of social issue or anything you want to touch on that's important to you? Or are there any organizations that have been doing fighting the good fights that you want to shine a light on? Yeah. Give me one second. I got to, uh, I'm going to move my chair. This is a loud chair. <laughs> I'm going to be right back. All right. right. We're going to drop in some, uh, some Naj tunes while he runs away here in a few. Um, if you're watching, you, man, you can't beat wood, man. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see Naj running around with different chairs and whatnot. So, yo, man, yeah, you know, welcome to welcome MTV to my crib. You know, <laughs> I got oh, I, I got a rocking chair right there. You know what I mean? What do you want to do? The you man, of, man of many chairs, not many wanna... hats, but many chairs. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know what? I'm when you when I read that question. I got excited as well because I, okay. Only thing I want people to be aware of is mob mentality. Just be mindful of mob mentality as somebody who's I've always been like a critical thinker and kind of somebody who's always been kind of like a iconoclast independent thinking kind of rebel thinking type person. I think that right now, like our country and the world could do some chilling out and getting along. I know it sounds corny, but at least trying to, I feel like there's a lot of wanting to, and I know that at like, okay, I get, I, I take my barometer by the view. You know what I'm saying? My parents will watch the view and I, you know, I'll see them watch the view sometime and it'll be like, yeah, you know, da 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 da. They're crazy. Da da da. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're crazy. But what we really all need to do, guys, is get along, and we need to put this partisan aside. That motherfucker's crazy. Da da da. It was like, okay, okay, I get it. But I, I just feel like it's a lot of stirring the pot, and we really do need to like focus on uh, trying to address everybody's concerns. Yeah. You know. And even on outside of like politics, because I don't, I don't like getting into them um, like that. Um, I think that just in general, with the way that the internet gives us access to everybody, and people's mistakes can be put on blast, I just think that there should be a lot more forgiveness. Um, and a lot more of an understanding that people are complete 360 three-dimensional people so i think that in many instances one thing one statement you know one accusation can characterize somebody and people are have a, adopted the um the practice or the justification that you can kind of like just judge somebody based off of like, it's okay, you know, to just like write somebody holistically off or to say they are this person because they said this, you know, right. or they did this. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, 
narrow it's it, it sounds very narrow-minded because all you're taking is that one snapshot of whatever it is that was reported on or whatever it is that was showing a light on in the sense of uh, of it being negative because that's what sells but it sounds like what you're promoting here is just in general a more humanistic approach to things in life in general as opposed to a, a very partisan one way or the other right or wrong um it, it's a it's a much more uh deeper um connection and, and appreciation for where everybody else is coming from is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, dude, I really appreciate you taking the time. Tell everybody where's the best way and like place to find all of, all of the crazy, cool, weird ass things that you're putting out there these days. Um, yes, sir. Uh, find me on Instagram at Nigehood, N I G E H O O D. Find me, um, on Spotify, find me on YouTube. You can check out all my videos. And I also have a link tree, which kind of like sprouts it to where you need to go. So that's right. linktr.ee slash Nigehood. So you can find me on there. Right on. Make yeah. sure you follow me too. Yeah, I was going to say best place is probably to start is to go to your Instagram. And as he mentioned, that's at Nigehood. And I'll put all these links in the show notes. Everybody can can access them, of course. But uh, I'm imagining, I'm, I'm sure you go to that Instagram page and you have that link tree in your bio, I'm sure, right? Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And watch the breakfast video. Check out yeah, the breakfast dude, video. Definitely check out the breakfast video. I, I'm going to. Um, I'll, I'll share the links to that as well. So try oh, okay. to include some of that here, but yeah, man, thanks again for, for, uh, for chatting with me and, um, you know, man, keep doing what you're doing. Cause I love, I love following along. Okay. Hey, thanks T. Thanks. Down, down. It's time to get up. Made for me, homie. Got my pleasantries already rolled for me, and she kisses me where I want it. Got my dishes done and that table cleared in case I wanna lay there. But I gather my thoughts first. I waited now with then talk, sir. Man, that's why dudes is slacking out because they don't think about the cost first. Man, they cashing out, they cashing out. I mean, literally, they cashing out. Man, they got getting over a couple thousand dollar checks. You don't know that they gon' take taxes out. They getting sold and repo while I'm backing out. Tell me what you think about. A young nigga named Nines Man, I'm five foot nine with a nine inch Reason why your girl is on mine And these fools is acting up I take a step forward, niggas backing up I guess he mad as fuck, I guess he mad because I'm a glass and they flimsy like a plastic cup And this breakfast Little day, my nigga, this breakfast Wake up and tell the new world, hey, my nigga, this breakfast Eat up, my nigga, this breakfast This breakfast Breakfast. Waking up in the morning, girl got breakfast made for me, homie. Got my pleasantries already rolled for me, and she kisses me where I want it. I'm just waking up in the morning.